The Exhibitor Now podcast is your source for the latest news and interviews with thought leaders in the trade show and live event world. Hosted by Mark Johnson, owner of Exhibitor Group and CTSM, the industry's only university-affiliated professional certification program, and by Mike Morrison, industry podcaster and national sales director at WS Display. Give us 30 minutes, and we'll give you everything you need to know now. Need a presenter? Your event audio has you covered. Closed circuit audio equipment with turnkey operation at your trade show booth, live event, or private event. YourEventAudio.com is the place to go. DJ services, MC talent, and a whole lot more. Check out YourEventAudio.com today. Save your seat now for Exhibitor Live 2024. The conference and exhibition for trade show and corporate event marketing is coming to Nashville, Tennessee, February the 25th to 28th. Exhibitor Live features 100 educational sessions and workshops covering everything you need to know to run a successful face-to-face -face marketing program. Plus, you'll enjoy two days to shop North America's largest exhibition of trade show and event products and services. Full registration opens October the 2nd, but you can save your seat now and save $700. Learn more at ExhibitorLive.com. It's a great day to be alive and to be a part of the Exhibitor Now podcast on this August 18th, 2023. I'm Mike Morrison, National Sales Director for WS Display. My co-host is the owner of Exhibitor Group, Mark Johnson. Very busy weeks again, Mark, a uh, little under the, not under the weather, just beaten down, it seems, when you, uh, I traveled to Cincinnati, had a week there, you've done your thing this week, and trying to run multiple companies, I would imagine that that uh, your gas tank right now, that needle might be hovering over E and have some fumes possibly still left in the tank. Yeah, we all have fumes, Mike, and uh, it's great to talk to you again this week and our listeners. No, I mean, I think our industry is, uh, we're enjoying a lot of success, and we'll talk a little bit about our, with our uh, uh, interview today, how it is across the industry, but it does take a lot of work and a lot of energy, and at the end of the day, we all have to make sure we take care of ourselves. There's a little time needed for a little breakaway, if it's a golf match or uh, walking in the woods, but uh, it, it's a lot of work, and I'm enjoying it, but there are days I'm like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> Let's go to bed. Yeah, my luck, I'd walk in the woods and that would be the bear experience that would uh, end it all. But uh, so I try to stay out of the woods as much as I can. But let's cut over to our bullet points for this week. Sad, very sad news that's dominating the headlines regarding Maui and the wildfires, rather, that uh, have uh, seen a loss of life in massive numbers. Extremely sad. And the uh, reason to bring it up in, in this show, uh, Hawaiian authorities are struggling with the state's relationship to tourism, business travel, expo travel into uh, that area in wake of these wildfires that savaged and just literally took away the western side of Maui, claimed hundreds of lives. And images of visitors vacationing on beaches and even snorkeling in the same waters where crews were searching for bodies, as you can imagine, they ha that has upset the locals. Yet a plunge in tourism would be very catastrophic to that area. Governor Josh Green mentioned this week that 80% of Maui's wealth stems from tourism coming into that area, which explaining 
It's explaining why it's very hesitant for officials to discourage that activity from going on. Man, Mark, you want to talk about some catch-22s. I'm sure that there is a, there's a bit of that business and live event travel that coincides with the vacation group as well. You know, this is something that uh, I first uh, – at first it hit me. I don't know if you ever read the book The Lexus and the Olive Tree by Thomas Friedman. He's also written the book The World is Flat, and this was years ago. And I remember an excerpt in the book, uh, it had to do with uh, being in Israel and with some of the battles that were going on there at the time. And there's so many parts of our world that have this conflict of of needs or demands. But the, the affluence on there was this couple, two couples are playing tennis and a jet goes overhead and they're wondering, oh, are we being bombed? No, we're not being bombed. Okay, your serve. And we have to go on with our life as some of this stuff as the conflicts go with it. Obviously, we want to help people, and there's a lot of uh, people doing a lot of great things to help those in need there. And it's a huge disaster that we're trying to you know, survive with. But the world goes on, and we have to figure out how to help them and carry on with the other parts of the world that we go forward. There's a time to mourn. There's a time to help. And how do you find that balance? But, yeah, I think the uh, one of the good things is to keep tourism going, keeping the money coming in. Uh, so there is value for people to rebuild. And as you do it, maybe if you're going over there, for, you bring some other things to help uh, the cause if they need. I heard that they're still in high demand or looking for um, pet food, things like that. Yeah, so there's, just the, the little things, right, to, yeah. to carry on. Absolutely. It's a bitter story. We'll see how it develops. I'm sure it will take take place and, and, and uh, resolve itself. But during the meantime, it's always tough little bit of updates on advocacy within our industry. Over the last two weeks, members of Congress have dropped two new bills to address ongoing visa delays. In the House of Representatives, they've introduced the Visa Visitor Visa Wait Time Reduction Act, which would require the State Department to address delays on any post where visitor visa appointments wait time exceeds 100 days. Meanwhile, the Senate introduced their version, uh, the new Visa Processing Improvement Act, a comprehensive bill that would increase uh, consular office flexibility and capacity, improve transparency and accountability, revise interview waiver eligibility, and improve the service experience. Introduction of these bills, if you remember, were a key priority for ECA Legislative Action Day attendees. And alongside proposed government funding bills, there are now five separate legislative proposals to address visa delays in play on Capitol Hill. That's good and bad in my mind, Mark. I just, you know, as we set off, Mike, why can't you just come up with one bill that both sides can bipartisanly get on and move forward and solve the problem? But I guess five is better than none. Yeah, I mean, I think it shows that there's action and that the people are trying to move forward with it. And yeah, I think we're all would be uh, beneficial if it was just a, a mainstream pick one that works, two works if there needs to be. But let's all get behind one area with it. But at the end of the day, the good news is they're making movement on it, as you said, and I think it's going to help our industry as it goes forward. And hopefully they will come together and go, you know what, that's the same as ours. Let's uh, co-author something. So we'll see. Kind of goes back to Tommy's statement of show horses and workhorses. Sometimes I wonder if those five different bills is is because somebody just has to be in the, in the driver's seat. But uh, that's neither here nor there. It's good, positive action, and hopefully that will be resolved shortly. Finally, before we get into our interview this week, a hearty congratulations to you, Mark, 
and the star team for celebrating its 30 year anniversary this week. Not too many companies still in the industry can state that they've achieved that milestone. And in my opinion, I think that should be applauded. Well, thank you very much. I, you know, there are a lot of companies that have had this kind of success, but not as many as we would like. Uh, and I'm very proud of what the team has done. The one thing I will share is we've uh, picked up Christopher Baird is our new chief strategy officer for the star group and overseeing all the companies. And he shared with me yesterday, he's only been with me two months, but he's been, he came and he said, you know, we have been, I have been at him himself has worked at many companies, large agencies, prominent agencies, and worked for big companies like Porsche as customers. And he was very complimentary of, he said, this is the best run company I've ever been at. And the culture you've created here is off the charts. And I take a lot of pride in that because we've been very diligent and purposeful of what we wanted to create in a company and our a culture. So it was nice to hear it because all of us in business, we always hear the negatives way more often than we hear the positives. So once in a while we get to do that. But the team had a great time. It was a great day to celebrate. And it was fun to see so far the three companies come together. And uh, we've got two more that will be merging together by next year's uh, party. So this is good. Absolutely. Culture is everything these days. And I totally agree with it. When you can have that positive culture, uh, you get a lot of work done and a lot of positivism. So that's great. Congratulations. Now we're going to take a quick time out and we're going to have a interview that I conducted while I was at the Chicago Randy recently with Hamilton's CEO, Jason Weddle. Jason is on the EDPA board of directors and uh, just a real nice guy, excellent golfer, by the way. But uh, what he did uh, take some time to talk about was Hamilton's past, present and future. Uh, what's going on there in their eyes, uh, the size exhibit house that they are. They've got a, a finger on the pulse of what the clients are saying and what they're wanting. And he divulged a lot of that with us in this interview here on the Exhibitor Now. So let's take a, a quick time out, come back with that interview with Jason, and we'll do that right after this. Are you searching for trade show and event products and services? Find it on Exhibitor Exchange is your complete buyer's guide to trade show exhibiting and events. Featuring the trade show industry's top exhibit and display providers. Find it on Exhibitor Exchange is the industry's best shopping and commerce resource for buyers and sellers of exhibit and event products and services. Reaching 20,000 exhibit and event buyers in every print issue of Exhibitor Magazine and 140,000 exhibit and event buyers online each year. Search the listings or list your company today. Learn more at exhibitoronline.com slash find it. Back at the 20th anniversary of the Chicago Randy here just outside of Chicago, Mike Morrison, National Sales Director for WS Display and uh, co-host of the Exhibitor Now podcast. We're just finishing up. Uh, what was an amazing round of golf and participants today, all the activities that, that's going on. And one of the uh, uh, guests at this time is is, is no stranger uh, to this industry, no stranger to EDPA. He's uh, on the board of directors of the National uh, EDPA, and uh, but also is uh, located in Indianapolis nearby. So it's an easy drive for him to come over and participate in the Chicago Randy, and that's Hamilton's CEO, Jason Weddle. And Jason, uh, first of all, I think you're going to win. Uh, obviously, the score that you shared with me is probably the best score I've heard of anything, uh, any EDPA uh, golf and event. But uh, 
I have to think you'll admit that it was it was a great day out there on the course. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. It was a great day on the course, and I am certain we will not win. Uh, 14 under will not carry. I know some of these guys in here, 18 will get it done. So you, you think there's some big erasers and uh, sharper pencils out there. So I understand. So basically, uh, but it, it was a great event. Uh, the 20th, I mean, it's, it's kind of hard to believe outside of the Atlanta, Randy, uh, which I'm assuming you'll be down for uh, in just a, a weeks from now. Um, you know, that, that, that obviously draws a, a record crowd and uh, a big event at Stone Mountain. But uh, next to that, this has probably got to be the bigger crowd uh, second in line. Absolutely. And, you know, we've, we've been lucky to participate in a number of these Randys. But uh, the Chicago one, after the big one, it, it definitely is impressive. It is. And uh, I'll be honest with you, uh, I, I was here for uh 18 19 and i was here for the pandemic one uh i think i'm pretty sure i'm the only one who came from outside of chicago area because if you'll remember 2020 was a question mark as to where you could go when you can go and how you could do it but uh at the end of the day uh we did get that one done as well but um it, it's it was a, a record number of golfers over 100 golfers uh, at this event 105 i believe uh, nancy told me and uh and uh and jackie as well and they they ran a, a great event here let's shift gears and talk a little bit about business in 2023 um you know, we're, we're at the halfway point, just over halfway point of 2023. Everybody's scorecards and bingo cards seem to be uh, very impressively busy at this time. Uh, they've had great uh, first and second quarters. There's some concern about how third and fourth quarter will wind up, but uh, all indications are from everything I see and everybody I talk to, uh, it's going to be uh, seemingly similar results in third and fourth quarter. Is that what you're seeing out of Hamilton so far? Yeah, I think, you know, we're very fortunate. We're happy uh, first first half of the year as a record year, uh, which, you know, again, we thank our clients and partners for. Um, as we look forward to the balance of 23, you know, It'll be a little softer than I think the first half of the year, but uh, we're very optimistic. There's new business, new opportunities. Uh, you know, Exhibitor Live was a great was a great win for us, uh, which will yield success in the second half of the year. So we're thrilled about that. Well, and it's real interesting. Obviously, Exhibitor Live was the the question mark uh, for 2023, being in Louisville, Kentucky. Everybody had a lot of. Um, you know, puzzled faces and, and questions in their mind about can this be pulled off uh, in Louisville. Some people uh, respond and say that their, their booths were great. Some not so much. Uh, I think marketing comes down to that, and it's just my personal opinion. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it still was a, a good time to get together and, uh, and, and, and talk business. And the, the CTSMers all reported that they thought it was positive, according to Mark. And, um, and if, of course, if they're happy and, and the exhibitors are happy, then, then I guess it's a win across the board. Yeah, I would agree. I think, you know, uh, we believe in this industry and we're committed to it. And, you know, when you go, when you show up and you do it the right way, uh, the results typically are positive, and for us, again, we, we paid for our uh, expenditure this year, so that's always our goal, our objective. Uh, we were thrilled uh, with this year's event. ROI is everything. Uh, it comes down to, you're right, paying for that expenditure and, and recouping that with new business, uh, whether it's new clients or, or uh, re you know, repeat clients that are, are spending more or however that equation works for you. 
But uh, are there any, cons- uh, I guess labor is obviously at the top of everyone's concerns at this point. Is that the same with Hamilton so far in 23? Yeah, I think so. You know, it's um, the future workforce, which again, I appreciate the EDPA's work on that. I think it's, it's very important to the future of the industry. Uh, as a company, as an owner, it, it's important to me. Uh, but but really, it's finding that next group of folks that understand this industry, the opportunities that it can provide, uh, and what that ultimately looks like uh, going forward. And what are you hearing back from clients in regards to trade shows and conferences, expos in general? You know, there's been a lot of concern about the uh, uptick in costs. Uh, the budgetary aspects of the industry has, has always been forefront of, of discussion. If, if you know, how's this going to work out? Are we going to continue to go to the same shows and do the same thing? Overall, and I know it's it's different for every client, but in general, is there some kind of indicator that you're seeing that uh, we are going to be okay uh, moving into in 24? I think so. You know, what we're hearing is people still believe in the value of trade shows, right? The ROI is there. I think that the number of shows or the type of shows that, that clients attend w- might vary going forward. You know, people are going to be more uh, selective on their spend, but I think events are obviously the new hot thing that's coming out uh, post pandemic. Uh, so it'll be interesting to watch, but I think trade shows, I think we're going to be safe. Uh, again, I think it's, it's really evaluating that spend and what the maximum, how they can maximize their ROI. Are you seeing an uptick in technology? Now, I remember it was a couple of uh, Exhibitor Lives back that we were neighbors uh, in, in one of the booths, and you guys had uh, wall-to-wall lights and, 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 and music and action and everything else going on. thought it was a Hollywood set. Uh, are you seeing an uptick in that in your builds, or is it uh, steady as usual? I think we're seeing much more uh, digital, and, and it's really about engagement. So, you know, whether that's digital, physical, how are you engaging that attendee? Uh, and that is what our clients are, are really looking for. It's what's the experience like? How do you engage them? What's the experience so that there's a lasting memory for them? And, of course, now, as we wrap things up, we're talking to Jason Weddle from Hamilton uh, out of Indianapolis uh, here at the Randy uh, Chicago Randy, uh, and there's just a, a lot more activities coming up between now and the end of the year. Uh, for our associations, for our industry, uh, trade shows will begin to ramp up. Um, how do you power up and get ready for a, a powerful second half? Well, good, it's a good question, and I think we're all facing the same thing. You know, we're, we're trying to train and develop as quickly as we can. But as you know, uh, those of us that have been in this industry for a long time, it takes about a year cycle to get up to speed. So, you know, it, it's easy to say, well, we'll train these folks, we'll be ready to go. We won't be perfect, uh, that's for sure, but, but uh, you know, we'll continue to work hard and enhance our skills, cross-train, and, and uh, move it forward. It's Jason Weddle from Hamilton joining us here on the Exhibitor Now podcast. Sir, thank you very much. Hope you have safe travels back uh, to Indianapolis this evening, and uh, thanks for taking time to talk with us. Mike, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much for the invitation. All righty, we'll come back and wrap things up after this. Get certified. Attention, trade show marketers. Do you want to improve the results of your face-to-face marketing program? Do you want to advance your career and earn more money? We invite you to enroll in Exhibitor Group's Certified Trade Show Marketer Program. CTSM is the most widely respected certification program in the trade show industry. Marketing professionals who earn CTSM certification enjoy salaries averaging 18% higher than their acronym-free peers. 
Join the ranks of more than 4,000 trade show and corporate event marketing professionals from every type and size of company who are currently enrolled in CTSM, the industry's only university-affiliated certification program. Learn more. Earn more. Visit ctsm.com today. Well, welcome back. And hey, Mike, great interview. It was great to hear the conversation with Jason. I have a lot of respect for Jason and Dan Cantor and the whole organization. They do a great job. And it was nice that he shared some of the insight on that. And great interview. I'm glad you guys got to talk at the Randy. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, Indianapolis is a very interesting size. I guess you call it a tier two size town. It's uh, has a pro football team, has a pro basketball team. Nothing in baseball yet, even though there might be talks uh, developing. Um, and it's it's a, it's a it's a great little big town, I guess you would say. And uh, so it's an interesting uh, place to visit. And uh, they've got a great uh, organization there. Jason's great to talk to. We appreciate him coming on the show and divulging that information with us. Speaking of golfing and uh, wrapping things up for this week, uh, as always, we want to uh, remind everybody, if you have plans to come into Stone Mountain on October the 6th and participate in the Atlanta Randy Smith Memorial Golf Classic, be sure to go fill in your spots. They are filling up quickly. I just checked the other day and they doubled for what they had earlier. So it's filling up uh, quickly as days go by. We will be there to do podcast interviews with the attendees for the event. So hopefully you'll listen to those in our future episodes. If you have not listened yet to the first three episodes of the Association Focus podcast covering advocacy and associations within the industry, be sure to catch that on whatever platform you listen to your favorite podcasts on. Also, be sure to check out the upcoming Fast Track information for Boston and Charlotte on ExhibitorOnline.com. And finally, most companies have probably already either started space selections for Exhibitor Live or they will be very soon. So watch out for that and select your space for Nashville in February. So, Mark, as I mentioned off mic, I was in Cincinnati this week. I had a meeting with Fern, who, as you remember, has uh, recently merged and been acquired with Nth Degree and uh, met with both... um, Neil McMullen, vice president there, senior vice president of shared services with Fern in Cincinnati, and then flew back on the flight with John Hintz, who was also on our show uh, just about a month ago, talking about that very merger as the CEO. And both of them told me this week that everything is just going super great, almost in line with what we've heard with Freeman and Sparks. So didn't hear any more acquisition news this week, maybe next week, but uh, we'll see what happens. No, that's great news. And uh, I'm glad you had a great uh, trip up there. Uh, back to the Randy, I did just book my airline ticket last night, so uh, I'm looking forward to it. We'll have a team there from Exhibitor, and uh, we're, that's excited about it. I think the acquisitions will continue, and I'm glad to hear that both of those so far are going well. We're hearing good positive in the industry-wide with that. So more to come, but uh, it's been a big week, and we'll see what next week brings. Try to stay positive with the Exhibitor Now podcast. The Exhibitor Now podcast. Give us 30 minutes and we'll give you everything you need to know now.